You're listening to the Hope Blogger Podcast Show, Episode 3, Go Where Your People Are. What's going on, everybody? It is your girl, Erin, and welcome back to the Hope Blogger Podcast Show, where we discuss the power and strategy of digital influencing for content creators. Now, today's show is all about finding your audience and keeping them engaged. You want to make sure that your people always remember who you are and you're always keeping them excited about your brand and what you're coming out with. Now, The biggest thing about creating content is making sure that people are actually getting it and consuming it. And today we're going to discuss different ways to make that happen. You can download or view all of the show notes for this episode at thehopeblogger.co forward slash podcast forward slash three. That is the word three. And as always, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Aaron Bainham. And you can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram Instagram at The Hope Blogger. I'm going to go ahead and tell you my lip of the day, which is not on. It hasn't been on for quite some time, but I am drinking. It is not coffee. Today is not tea or water, but it is a mango margarita that I just made. And it is delicious. And I'm hoping that it adds some zest to this episode. So we'll see. Okay, so you've spent your time and your energy and your resources and you've created a blog post or a video or whatever information that you'd like to get out for the masses. And then you hit publish. And then what? I mean, at this point in a very noisy world, we live in a noisy, noisy world. You can't just put your stuff out and hope that people will look at it. I mean, There are some people that do just get, you know, daily traffic just because people want to know what's going on. But you can't, for the most part, just hit publish and hope that people will flock to you. You've got to get that information out to people and and get them to consume it. You've worked hard on it. Like people, you should hope or I guess want people to, to be into you and your brand and be faithful to you and see you as as an influencer to see you as an expert in what you what you do and what your interest is. So at the end of the day, the bottom line is you can't wait for people to find you, you need to go out and find your people, you need to build your tribe and be amongst your tribe. So think about your brand. What is your brand? And where would people like you with similar interests? Where would they be? Like, let's say it's lunchtime. It's like noon where you are and people are eating their lunch at their desk or at a restaurant or wherever and they're scrolling through their phones, right? So let's say that they're on Facebook because Facebook is still by far the most popular social media platform. Uh, and, And there is a ton of research out there to prove this. So it's really important to think about Facebook as a top platform to be on. So for me, let's put it, let's just break it down. I have a makeup background as a blogger. So if I were still a beauty blogger, I'd have to think, where would my people be? 
What are they into? What are they what are they doing? What would they be scrolling through on their phones for them to suddenly see me and go to my blog and look at my post? Those are the type of things you just have to think about and and you have to leverage them. You have to dive in and saturate them, not saturate, not oversaturate. You don't want to be that annoying person. that's like, look at me, look at me, look what I did, look what I did. Because people <laughs> get turned off. I see it every day and it makes me crazy. And I can guarantee you that when I see stuff like that, those are the people I'm quick to block or turn off notifications for because they're just annoying. And like nobody wants to get into what you're doing. Nobody wants to really follow you if you bombard them. So my suggestion in that case, since we know that Facebook is huge and people are there all the time, just kind of scrolling to see what's going on, make sure that you've got a Facebook page or that you're open to having your own, you know, personal account where you're willing to share your content and, and really purposefully, intentionally try to get that out to people. So let's say you know that you're a makeup blogger that wants to get their content out there and you've got this tutorial that you just did and you think people should know about, or there's this new collection that's coming out and you really want to get it out to people. So one of the things that you can do is join Facebook groups and find groups. There are a trillion groups and a lot of them are very, very hyper-focused. So you could find a group that is, you know, Makeup Lovers Unite or something that's very, very broad all the way down to Makeup Lovers in your county or in your city or makeup lovers that love smoky eyes or I don't know there are all kinds of groups out there that are into exactly what you're looking to get out there so you would jump in those groups you would say you know you have to make sure that you look at the terms of service because every group um, the owner of that group is is able to kind of create rules around what they want the group to be about and and the 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 things that you can get banned for. And you want to make sure you're not violating any of that. But if you're allowed to promote your own blog post or your own video, go for it and do it in as many groups as you can. But you still have to spend the time being intentional, you know, liking other people's posts and just commenting and just generally showing your face, showing off who you are so that people kind of learn to like you and trust you. And from there, That is a surefire way that when you are able to share your link or your information that people will say, yeah, you know, I know her because I've seen her comment. She knows her stuff. Let me check her out. And that's a great way to start. Now, one of the bigger overall things that you can do that is going to be a little more time consuming. And again, you got to be more intentional about it, but you would create your own Facebook group. So basically what you do is you would have the conversation going at all times. You create those rules. You are the owner of this group and you basically foster this communication that gets people excited about the things that you have to say. And you are able to promote your products, your content, 
your vision. You can get across everything that you want to get out there to your people by creating this group that you own. And Facebook is a fantastic way of doing that. Um, They really make it easy for people to join these groups and find them and they show up easily in your timelines. You can add them to your favorite section. So they pop up, um, you know, more frequently, but Facebook groups are a surefire way. I see people that own groups that make great money just by basically creating a community and then selling to those people in the community. And a big part of that is just creating a group around a need and being the person to fulfill that need for those people. Um, I could go on and on and on about this, but um, that's, <laughs> there are more strategies that I've got for you. So we'll just go ahead and keep it moving, but please do some research on that. Um, the next thing is to just create a Facebook page. I mean, that's pretty, you know, standard. Facebook pages can be a little deceiving because you assume that everybody that follows you um, or likes your page will get your content, but that's not true. Basically, I think it's around eight to 10% of the people that like your page are actually seeing your content within their newsfeed. Other than that, they'll have to go directly to your page to find out what you're talking about. And just look at your own Facebook newsfeed. I mean, how many pages do you see? I mean, you'll probably see a lot of your friends and family, personal people that you follow, but you probably won't see as many brands. And that's because Facebook is basically making brands pay to sponsor content to to get in front of more people. So I definitely would not make Facebook pages your number one priority. It's great to have. It it shows credibility. I mean, everybody, you know, likes to see that a, a, a brand has a Facebook page, but don't think that your content is getting out to all the people that follow you because it absolutely is not. And it will not unless you are paying for that to happen. It doesn't cost much to pay for it, but you know, there are other ways to make this happen. So the next big idea it's actually colossal, is email. It's creating a newsletter that gets out to the world, which is, oh, it's so big. It's so big. So people's inboxes are, I've learned this um, from Kathleen Shannon of Breed Creative and the uh, the podcast Being Boss, which is bomb. She does it with Emily Thompson. Uh, if you're looking for a podcast and you're a small business owner, creative entrepreneur, get into it being boss. It is dope. But she is the one that made me realize how sacred and private people's email accounts are. And it's almost, I mean, it's not quite like being invited into somebody's home, but you have private access to them for a few moments, right? You're you're in their inbox with their personal information, maybe some stores they're into or, you know, things like that. But they have to give you the privilege to do that, to get their email address and to contact them. So you want to be very careful and very mindful about what you are sending. You don't want to overwhelm people. But you want to make sure that you're contacting enough that you can stay top of mind. Look, I get emails from people all the time. I'm like, who the heck are you? And how'd you get my email address? It might've been somebody who I signed up 
for their newsletter or I got a product and it made me automatically opt into their newsletter or something like that. But it's bad when I don't know who you are because you're not familiar to me. And if you're trying to sell me something, I'm like, who are you? I'm not buying that. So a newsletter or just an email is really important because it's not affected by an algorithm. Like if you send an email out to the people that have subscribed to you, you're basically guaranteed to get in their inbox. Now you might end up in some weird place. You know how Gmail has it all set up where your promotions and other mail and all that come into different like boxes. But other than that, you're almost golden getting into people's emails, uh, into their inboxes. And that is why you should from day one, I mean, you should build your email list. So I know that the biggest thing people say is start your social media right away. Social media is amazing. I work in social media literally all day, every day. I go to work and I am a social media marketer. That is what I do. And it's hit or miss. I mean, people are online all day, but their intention isn't to find you. Their intention is to pretty much scroll aimlessly and see what's going on. And they're not really being all that, you know, intentional probably about what they're looking for. But when you can get into somebody's email inbox, they can save that email, they can refer back to it. You can give them links, you can give them photos, you can give them, I mean, just so much information. And an email um, list is, is just absolutely critical. So, you know, do your own exercise, do your research, go through your inbox and see how other people are marketing their products and their content to you. Um, I know that I thought about, which I wish I'd done, but doing a weekly newsletter back when I was still making YouTube videos and just working with the people that, that said, yes, I want to know more and just giving them weekly content. So they would come to expect it and want more. And I would shoot them links directly to my, my content and they could check it out and they would always be clued in. And I could always feel like my brand was being reached and, uh, and they could reach me and we could just communicate, um, in that way. So I'm going to do an entire, uh, podcast episode on email list building and why it is important. I am by no means an expert, but I can promise you that I have made sales and I have created relationships through email marketing. It is, it's huge. Um, so, uh, I'll just leave that alone for now. And the next thing I'm going to talk about is live video. Oh my gosh. The world of live video really just got started probably last year where live video started to get like big. Cause you know, think about it. YouTube was so big for so many years and it is strange to me. I get on YouTube and I've noticed that some of those mega stars or some of the people that I thought were like a really big deal are get, aren't getting anywhere near as many views as they used to, because while YouTube is still huge, do not get me wrong. I mean, it is Google. It is its own search engine, which is very, very powerful, but people don't have to go to YouTube anymore. People can jump right on Facebook live and Periscope and people are creating content, live content, scheduled content for their, for their tribes right there. And they get to interact like one-on-one in real time. I mean, this is like colossal. It's so big and it's brilliant. 
it's brilliant. I mean, it's the same with webinars. I mean, it's, it's that, that FaceTime that you get to get with a person that you admire or want to learn from. And you can see more and more people doing it all the time. And it's a strategy. Even if you're nervous about video, yes, keep going through YouTube, but people don't need that whole production. It seems like anymore. I mean, people are cool with you being in front of your mic talking and doing your thing. I mean, eventually in the next couple of weeks, I'll be doing more Facebook live and Periscope live and doing some interviews, hopefully live on video, because I really want people to be able to interact with us and see what it's really like as a real person and not like an entire, you know, movie production that is needed. I won't go into that. That's a whole nother episode again. But it is another way for people to connect with you. So if you created a video or a post and you want to get it out there, why not bring the discussion to a Facebook Live video and tell people that you can get to the root of this, this whole discussion by going to this content. Now, there are lots of other ways and smaller ways and bigger ways to do this, but those are just some some basic ways to really get into your tribe. Now, Always remember, you can do live meetups. I mean, there are people out there like meetup.com and all kinds of Facebook events you'll find where people are meeting in real life. And those word of mouth that making a real life connection can't be beat. I mean, it's huge. When you go to conferences, that is the time where you're supposed to turn on. Even if you're a little nervous, talk to the person next to you or beside you and, and you know, or, or across from you or wherever. Introduce yourself. And tell them about what you do. I mean, I've made a ton of connections at conferences and meetings and things like that, that I didn't expect to, to do at all. And, and those are the people that, you know, I check on them from time to time. I like to see what they're up to and what they're sharing. It's good stuff. And, um, you know, I can go on and on about, about this, this topic, but um, I'm going to go ahead and shut it down because I don't want this to go on forever and I start rambling. So yes, those are some surefire ways to get people to find your content and consume it. Don't give up. Always remember, you can't wait for people to find you. You have to go to the people. And you know, you might even have to do a little survey. I'm a huge fan of a survey. I teach a teach people how to create surveys in the media kit blueprint, my class that teaches you how to create a, a media kit and to work with brands and get your stuff out there. But you gotta, you gotta ask people what they're interested in. You're not blogging for yourself. Maybe you are, maybe you are, but oops, sorry about that. If you want to be intentional and you really want to make sure that you are reaching your tribe and getting your tribe what they need, ask them what they want. Then do a survey, do a quick Google form survey, get it out to them and, and see what they say. You'll be surprised at where they hang out, what they're interested in, what their favorite social media channels are, all that stuff. It's, you know, it's a great idea to ask, tell them it'll only take a minute. Make sure you are very, very clear about what few questions you want to ask and, and don't beat around the bush. Give it to them straight so they can give you the answers that you need so that you can leverage um, leverage them and, and, and leverage your expertise and get it out there to the world. 
All right. Thank you so much for joining me for episode three. Uh, As always, you can find more information about everything that I talked about today on this episode in the show notes. And all that information is found at thehopeblogger.co forward slash podcast slash three. That is the word three. Spell it out. T-H-R-E-E. All right. I will see you next Monday for episode four. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron at the hopeblogger.com and hit me up on social media. If you need me, I'm there. Have a good one. I'll see you for the next episode. Peace. Thank you.